When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Playful Podcast, your guide into the underground scene where we discover topics on kink and electronic music every week. Don't forget to subscribe to not miss out on our next episode. We're excited to celebrate Easter together with Berlin's and the whole world's only blue rabbit, Scotty the Blue Bunny. Scotty is an icon around the world and started his bunny journey in New York in the 70s. Since then he's performed on stages all over the world and today he's here with us in the studio. Speaking about his journey, the New York drag scene, HIV and his sobriety and much more. Let's get it. I am Amanda and this is Playful Podcast. I am curious because last time I never asked you about who little Scotty was. Before what does you that mean? Were... My childhood? Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> Are you my therapist now? Yes. What can I tell you, darling? I was in Las Vegas. It was a grand old time. But I'm... you didn't grow up in Las Vegas. No, I grew up in New York. Yeah. I grew up I grew up in the suburbs of New York, 40 minutes north of Manhattan. I went to college there, I lived there. The end. <laughs> oh man. There we go. Ooh. Inshallah. Inshallah. The sound is making me happy. Thank you so much. I fucked, look at that, terrible. You're beautiful guest. I can pour mine. Alcohol fried. I will pour sparkles. one for here. Look, you see? Yeah, that one. Still got the good. skills. Here, you take this. Oh, you are so sweet. This is a special German product placement. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, manufacturer George Geiger Rosensauber. Oh, it smells good. Prost. Prost. Guys. Mm. And it is apple, rose, and mint. Oh my god, it's really good. Listen, this one was better than the last yeah, one. Yeah, sure. I this got one skills. Was, I think the rose, the rose, it's perfect taste. for spring. Mm. Mm. Amazing. What's your view on Easter anyway? 
It's disgusting. <laughs> okay. Did you think it's gross? Yeah, because of the Jesus The thing. resurrection? Zombie? <laughs> Is it a gross to you? Okay. It's, maybe I'm wrong, but if my husband died for three days after being crucified and then was alive again, I would be like, yeah, you've been dead for three days. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know if I would rush right back into like a relationship, you know, or <laughs> if my neighbor person. died for three days, like, and also like, well, I guess it's like, you know, now it's like three days AD, mm. like three days ago, like it's a Sunday, right? Easter Sunday. So Thursday, it was still BC, you know, you know a lot <laughs> now it's AD. It, like for a person who's not. Well, I know that Jesus Christ died. Yeah, okay. Roll the rock away. Wow. It's disgusting. How did you learn about Christianity? I'm American. Yeah, it's forced down your throat. You're Jew. Yeah, so we don't live in a integrated society. We live in a Christian nationalist. Yeah, uh, so it was in school, I guess, then. Well, I'm Jewish, but, you know, we, we don't have Hanukkah at on Fifth Avenue. It's the Macy's Christmas Day Parade. You know what I mean? Yeah, Merry yeah. Christmas, you know. But you don't celebrate Christmas. No. Well, my sister is married to a non-Jew, so they celebrate both. So, yeah, we celebrate Christmas-ish and Hanukkah, whatever. Everything. I don't really, I'm not, you know, it's ridiculous. Religion's just dumb. Yeah. I'm a mortal do you think I'm happy to be a soulless, temporary mortal being? There is no afterlife. There's nothing on the other side. Uh, really? Don't cling to life. Don't cling to life. There's nothing <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> this is something we never spoke about, actually. What? I didn't know that you were so atheist. I know that you're an atheist and that you don't like religion. Mm -hmm. But I'm anti-religion. Anti I'm yeah. against it. Yeah, why? Mm -hmm. Because it's e the easiest way to manipulate people and gatekeep secret information. The religious abuse. Yeah. Yeah, crystals. Like, I think it's okay to have physical objects. I have crystals. I have mandalas. I have things. I practice a Buddhist form of recovery. I meditate. But, you know, I'm more about self-generated awareness and normal, conscious behavior, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, like managing myself as a human being in the World. industrial, <laughs> military industrial complex, you know? But you don't believe in karma. Not at all. Well, I believe in, I believe in the consequences of your actions that's karma isn't it yeah but i don't believe that you have to it's not some it's not some uh it's karma's it's it's something for everyone consequences are for everyone yeah. karma is not like some it's not magical it's mm -hmm. normal but and you believe when you're dead you're dead 
Whatever happens after death will take care of itself. I love being me. I love knowing you. I hope that when we both die, and if there is an afterlife, you'll be there. And I'll be there. So it could be Scotty and Amanda forever. But Do you know what I maybe mean? Maybe have other names. Whatever. But it's none of my business, really. <laughs> okay, okay. I have to worry about Thursday. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. People are worried about what they're, you know... What's going to happen? Don't cling to life. I heard the song. I don't know the artist right now, but I, you know, like, let it go. Let it go. Yeah, whatever. Let it go. Let it go. That one. That one. Not that one. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about, I wouldn't worry too much. You know what I mean? Mm. It's held over your head. This thing of death is held over your head in a way that you can be manipulated. Are you a person who, like, um push things away rather than like dealing with them would you say sure <laughs> who doesn't do that i don't i think i don't most of the times i'm like obsessed with situations that make me feel something like i and, and i go through it like so many times in my head oh well you need to until get until it's like drained <laughs> and then it's left what i need to what get on antidepressants <laughs> that I will make it depressed. stop <laughs> it's not about depression <laughs> all right well i mean i try to deal with things and i i would say that i push things away like a normal person would But I mean, I do a lot in the day. I immigrated to another country. I learned another language. I make bunny suits. I get to the airport on time. It was a little late here today, but it is freaking nine thirty in the morning. So you know, like, <laughs> do I do okay. all right. I brush my teeth. I take my thyroid pill. You play violin. I play violin. Not so much lately. I'm working on my website. Like, Ooh. I got a lot of shit to do. House is a mess, but my dishes are done. Laundry is clean. And bed is made. Those are the three things. Alporn. You play Alporn. Yodelayhi-hoo. I do play the Alporn. You are very surprising. You're a very surprising person. Why is that? Is it really, is playing the Alporn any more surprising than playing the accordion or the ukulele or smacking a tambourine? Uh, yeah. You have a dog. I find that more amazing than playing any instrument. You care for a children, a who, people four-legged who children. mammal. But she's not a lot no. to handle. But imagine people who have. Like, What do you five mean? Children. She walks outside and poops. You have to pick it up. I'm done. I'm out. We're breaking <laughs> up. I'm sorry. Never. Never. Mm -mm. No. Okay. You have to walk her in the rain, in the She snow. hates rain, so it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. When I see a dog's eyes, I think about their bladder, and I think if they're hungry. <laughs> like, I can't have an animal. I'm vegan. You are also I'm very sensitive. I'm, <laughs> I'm vegan. I love animals, but there's no way I'm taking... I'm trying to get another human being in my life. Boyfriend. Something. Yeah. But uh, just regular friends, mm. you know, whatever. So <laughs> here's, okay, here's to your goodwill and your... <laughs> That you Pure care heart. about me and you I don't do want me. Much. You want someone to come be in my life and cuddle me and all that good stuff and have dinner with you and Philip. Oh, I would love that. Mm -hmm. Vegan food. Sure. How long have you been a vegan now? I don't remember. I think it's going on four years. Four years? Yeah. So was it in the same time that you got sober that you became a 
vegan. And I think I went vegan Buddhist. first. I know. What a piece of horrible. What a weirdo. Maybe. It's, uh, yeah. Well, the veganism kind of like once you once you cultivate awareness around the cruelty to animals and the whole uh, system of cruelty in this little area, then you start to become aware of all the cruelty in the world. You know, there is no such thing as fair trade cocaine. No. No. So I went vegan and then someone was like, aren't you vegan? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, you know, that got here in someone's ass, you know, like, like there's no such thing as fair trade. So that cocaine. was the trip for you. It wasn't, that wasn't the only thing, but I was like, it, you know, people like to talk about when did you stop doing insert harmful behavior here? And it's never like it does never, never, ever, ever happens like on a Thursday. It happens over time. There's many things. It always happens in a constellation of things. So the veganism was a little bit of a eye-opener, but also like my bad breath, my little bank account, and all this other stuff with partying in I Berlin. Partying. I was like, sure. eating meat? <laughs> no, but no, I just don't. mean like getting sober was an extension of my ethics Because didn't it didn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to harm myself. How can I speak to compassion for uh, queer people, for black people, for my, for old people, for women? How do we speak about empowerment, compassion? How do we speak about body autonomy when we're eating bodies? Yeah. yeah, when we're eating captive bodies. How do you do that? I couldn't do it. Other people can, but I'm like, no, sorry. And oysters? I think it's better to, um, for me, I'm an I'm a abolitionist. I'm abstinent. Because once you have an oyster, then you have an egg, then you have a little honey. Then you the, don't eat honey. No, no honey, no meat, no no meat, no animals, no wool, no wool, no silk, no leather. No silk. That's mm -hmm. like by butterflies. It's by uh, cat silk worms. Silk worms. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. and why? Because it's part of the ethic. It's part of the You're animal. You're not feeling good creating silk? No, because it's worms. It's you don't like worms. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't like worm farming. All right. Okay, it's a lot of things. You are very much uh, um, straight edge then. That's right. I'm gay edge queen. Gay edge. Yeah. <laughs> Do you drink coffee? Of course. Gotta have something. Can only be so good. Yeah, yeah I drink coffee, coffee, I that eat is, like, bread. created in the right way? Huh? Or, like, are you very particular about how the coffee is created then? I try to, like I said, it's a process. So you can start, I mean, we can't avoid plastic, right? So all this vegan shit that's supposed to be about cruelty-free comes wrapped in plastic, you know? Like, there is a carbon footprint. I'm not growing vegetables on my balcony, you know? So I live in the material world, yeah. but... 
You're not a material boy. The, I'm very material. I like luxury <laughs> goods, but the thing is, we do our best. Yeah, we do our best. We do our best, and I think it's very. You can very, only do so much. Yeah, also. but it's very easy to pick up an apple instead of a chicken leg. You know, I just for me it became disgusting. Mm. Yeah. And were you? Uh, but you, d- yeah. But so- I'm still an asshole. <laughs> I still have conflict. I still fight with people. I'm still late. I'm still a human being, but I'm not um, participating. You know, how do you talk you- about the women in Iran and then then go get go to the Reva and pick out a hamburger? It's the same system of cruelty. I see what you are saying. Yeah, good. Yeah. That's nice. Next subject. Yeah. <laughs> I talk about it all you want. Cheers. Here's Cheers. to the animals. Cheers to, to the, the animals. whole of creation. Oh, wow. You sound so Christian. Mm. <laughs> well, sometimes it's fun to say things, to use it, to see how you can manipulate. See, that's what I mean. Like, if I say to all of creation, you're like, Yeah, but you have it's always been a very smart person. Like every like it's it's <laughs> was it easy for you in school? <laughs> like did you just nail school like this? No. Really? Because you have a little heart to Intelligence focus. doesn't It's true. Intelligence doesn't present itself as any, as academic achievement. I, I was agree. Be, I was beyond school. <laughs> I was above it. Above. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. But then you did actually study mathematics. No. What did I you had study? I for two years I was a biology major. Exactly. Yeah. So you had like a little bit of changing plans in the midst of your uh, life. Because I grew up in the suburbs of New York and I was a blondie fan and I used to write love letters to Debbie Harry and I listened to Chrissy Hind, I listened to The Pretenders, the B-52s. My <laughs> my dad had a, a job in New York City and he would come home with the New York Post and there was like a celebrity page, like a blind item page, gossip column called Page Six. And every now and then there would be a picture of Divine going into a nightclub or... There was some weird club stuff going on, and I just always wanted to live in New York City. Mm. And I forgot how I got there. What yeah, you, because what you we said. were speaking about that you took a, you were studying biology. Yeah, so I did what I had to do to get out of my family home. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I went to I finished my college in New York. Okay, in and New York City, nineteen eighty-nine. Like on the day that you could move. No, I was working in a supermarket slicing meat. And the woman, they decided to open. This was the beginning of suburban cheese culture. And they in the in the supermarket where I worked, they opened a cheese counter and they brought in like a professional cheesemonger. This is the real term to set up all the cheeses nobody had ever heard of a chev you know they were like goat cheese (laughs) with goat's milk anyway and she had a little apartment in um she came when i had to go to school and she had a little apartment that she was subletting so boom i moved out of my parents house into my own apartment in soho bam queen 1987 And 
how did you find your like the gay community or you know the the drag community that you were I wasn't no I wasn't into any of that But you did try drag Yeah but that was much later that wasn't ah. the early days Everybody tries drag you tried drag No Of course you have I have like Yeah of course what you is put that, you put makeup on and go out to a party Ah yeah 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 what uh, yeah 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 yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah yeah but I mean so so more the the because that's like the uh, uh, the the part of the drag culture that we have been like uh, taking into you know to uh, all of our lives basically but there's the real i mean i saw rupaul in the early days before you know <laughs> and joey arias and happy face lahoma van zant Uh, there's so many others. It's just like, even when I speak about it, I start to heat up. Mm-hmm. People are dead, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lady Bunny, for crying out loud. Like, all of those were my... Dean Johnson, uh, Paige, all of these people were my nightlife, were my celebrities. So, And they weren't like flashy fashion people either. They were East Village monsters they were not i'm gonna say you know they were not beautiful people mm. of course they were beautiful but they were like creatures from beyond yeah <laughs> i mean i was a kid on the dance floor when delight came out with grooves in the heart you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> how do you say de gorgeous de groovy <laughs> Are we also speaking now about HIV? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's very... Yeah, that's very harsh. Like, how was that for you, like, during that time? It was scary because I really didn't come out until I moved to New York. I was 21. I didn't really come out as a teenager. There wasn't really space for that. So I came of age at the end of the first wave AIDS crisis and I moved to New York right at the when that started to break and calm down a little bit. So nightlife was just rebuilding. And every bars, you know, I was trained to inquire about someone's behavior like on a first date, like right away. Yeah. Giving head with a condom, like that was the generation, that's where I'm from. When COVID came and they were like, put a mask on, I'm like, not a problem. (laughs) You know, you could get wasted in a bar, go home with somebody and then be like, you know, have you been tested? Like these were the, (laughs) these were the conversations that we had. All the bars had condoms and information all over them. Act Up was there, Queer Nation, you know, yeah. Now you have prep. It's really good. Yeah. I even read that uh, through stem cells, mm-hmm. some people like uh, got free from it. Yeah, they're undetectable, or yeah. So we're there. Yeah, it's a different. It's a different. Uh, but it was a slow so process. How, well, it was traumatic. I mean, it was a. Yeah. You saw how people acted with COVID. You know. So people were dying. Yeah. 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 So that's, it was a little bit, I definitely have trauma from 
from being gay, from coming out, from having AIDS uh, fear all around me, all this public art and all this other stuff. It was, uh, I mean, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I you, drank a lot. I did a lot of theater. <laughs> I ran around the streets of New York City with my all kinds of trans. I was a rabbit for crying out loud in the circus and drag queens and beautiful, beautiful after going up for breakfast on Avenue A at five o'clock in the morning with lots of everybody had makeup on. Yay. 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 But I'm 56 now. So whatever. You're a big boy now. <laughs> <laughs> what made you want to leave New York then? I got a job in Sweden. Working with Rixiatern. My friend Emma put me in a project called Yam at Soder Theatern, and Rick Theatern picked it up, and they paired me with the artist Mape. And she was a backup singer for Timbuktu, but she also had a, uh, this was when like freestyle rap was like a thing. Mm. And she was amazing. And her and her boyfriend at the time, DJ Carly, they would tour a little bit. So she was building a name for herself as a freestyle rapper and she would just say ridiculous things and it was people loved her so they put me and her together what a fucking explosion sure and i had a little part so i had a choice to make and when i was leaving for the job the room my roommate at the time was like i'm not putting up with another subletter mm-hmm. if you go for this job for four months i'm moving out And then I, and our landlord was terrible. We had been raped. They didn't put the heat, rape, excuse me. <laughs> our, cut that. Yeah. Our landlord was terrible. They had, we had been robbed, uh. broken into, and the, they never put the heat on. There were mice everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm going to move out too. Yeah, mice. And I'm going to move to Sweden. And so I sold everything, got rid of everything. What was your view on Sweden then? Was it like... Well, for me, it was like... I was very ignorant at the time. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Time. I hadn't really traveled so much. And um, I remember the taxi from Arlanda when it got off the highway and then went under the thing and then Stockholm just rose up 
in front of me like a 16th century pop-up book, you know, with the Church of the Night and all this other shit, the Stadshuset and all this other stuff. And I was like, of course, with the Malaren and the whole thing. And I was like, wow. And the hotel and the stinky smell of Slusen and all this crazy stuff and like fish. At that time, I was eating uh, a knakis. You can go to the outside and he got a knaki broad with patatas and a little piece of fish, yeah. fried fish with some green shit on it and the onions. I was like, damn, and a light beer. You like beer, of I, course, even, queen. Yeah, with a fried that. fish on a potato, it's or so you could go to the other place and you could get the corv in a thing with the potatoes and the shrimp salad. You know that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy fucking hell! Good times. They're sure, gone. they're gone. It was beautiful. <laughs> but you were, um, you were like uh, touring in Sweden. You mm-hmm. got like. You were living the, the... Well, it was very hard. It was very stressful. Mm. It was winter. Mm. And it was cold. And we were two black people and a gay guy touring in like Vesteros and Jönköping. Jönköping, where they invented the match. And super Christian places. They threw ice at us. They didn't like, you know, ice. they didn't really like us. It was not a, It wasn't really good. It was not a good experience. But we made it. You did it. Yeah, we. I did it. Yeah. And I got to live in Gamlestan, but it wasn't... you didn't give up on being a performer. I should have, actually. I should have quit. You think? Yeah. What would you have done then instead? I I don't need to... Well, you know, just don't need to be abused. If it's not a right situation, it should just be... But I mean, like, you were doing that. I I didn't mean you quit the show just. Yeah. But you, you were still... You did the show, and after being, like, you know, really... Um, I had a lot of, I brought a lot of anxiety to the situation because I had never been abroad. Mm-hmm. I had never been an extended trip outside my culture, even though it was Sweden, whatever. But uh, I had a lot of, it's my, it was my attachment style at the time, yeah. my anxious attachment style. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I overdosed on Smogotis and I, <laughs> I candy. did laying on the floor naked, just like, oh, I ate so much candy. But at a beautiful little flat with a fireplace oh. right in the center of Gamlestan. And that was, and I just wanted to be there. But you partied hard then? Or not? You can't so really much. party hard. You, in I've Sweden. seen photos of you. I saw photos of you. Yeah, well, I always took so off my clothes. <laughs> I didn't mean those. After the party. Oh, well, yeah, actually. After the show. There was something about you running naked in the hot, in the. Burns. In Burns, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, what up? What up? What up? <laughs> but you were fucking Tequila. beautiful. Like, you were still beautiful. Of course. But you were uh Tequila hot. makes her clothes come off. It's that kind of thing. It does? I never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tequila makes her clothes come off. It's a country song. Ah, I need to. Look, sure. I'm a normal person. When I get wasted, I like to strip and dance. Yeah. So Woo-hoo! fun. It's a lot of fun. I wish I was hanging out with you back then. Well, you might not have lived, but sure. <laughs> you couldn't do it. No. 
no. that's too bad. But well, anyways, you still have fun today working sure. in Vegas, living have have been living in Berlin for like ten yeah? years. Ten years, yeah. Ten that's Jahre. speaking fluently German. Vielleicht flüssig Deutsch. Yeah. <laughs> and um, going to Buddhist. I was gonna say retreats, but it's like not yet. Not yet, retreats. <laughs> not yet re- silent retreats. Is that something you could do? No, I couldn't imagine you doing it. I do it at home. I don't talk to anybody. <laughs> but sitting and meditating and not speaking—it's it, like a punishment for you, no? Is it? I just cannot imagine. I'm it. a little bit more practiced now. I think I could do it. Really? I'm amazed. If sure. you do it, well, co- it's co- pretty co- there, you know. The Pasana retreats are pretty. Yeah, they got the flags, they got a stupa, they got Buddha statues. Mm. People love drinking tea. What do you feel you learned about yourself since you um, started to go to the Buddhist um, um, sobriety meetings? What I learned is nobody really knows when somebody says, okay, relax, take a deep breath. Nobody really knows what that is. Mm-hmm. They're like, <gasps> that's not a deep breath. Like a deep breath is like, you know. <sighs> and you and the people. That's in a deep breath, you uh, know. Yeah. <laughs> and the people in your group, they don't do it. Of course we do. We breathe together, we meditate together, we cultivate awareness together, we support each other. We don't really, we talk. Are you close? Mm, it's kind of not, some people are. I, I have a few relationships in my group, but we are in a situation together. We're not, you know. Yeah, not hanging out so much outside, you mean? No. Yeah, yeah, okay. What did you uh, more learn than the deep breath? You, 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 you are very. Uh, you, I think you said that you, because you were you were talking about that you got um, uh, vegan. Uh, you were vegan before, but mm-hmm. a lot of things like you are more uh, sensitive. <laughs> but you, it feels like your core has always been sensitive. Maybe I'm traumatized. I'm you, hyper aware. Is that a response to being traumatized, to be hyper-aware? Oh, really? I didn't know. I'm American. (laughs) I didn't really grow up in a permissive environment for being gay. I'm a Jew. I, um, you know, there's trauma in that. There's trauma in growing up being a woman. There's trauma in growing up being black in some places. There's trauma, you know. It doesn't have to be like, I'm traumatized. But, you know, as a child, you can perceive things that... um, influence you. And as I think it goes a little something like this. I think as a child, you you have co- I know for myself, I have I had coping mechanisms that helped me survive. But as an adult, they became the the definition of pathology. So I had to kind of undo that. 
Does that make sense? Not really. Okay. But I think it's very say, smart, but I don't understand it. In order to survive as a child, I kind of isolated. I satelli- I satellited. I was always on the outside. And that was to kind of like be hiding in plain sight. But as an adult, even though I'm a performer, standing on stage where I can see where everybody is, mm. is a safe space for me. It is a safe space. Yeah, yeah. because I know where everyone is. Yeah. And I'm alone on the stage. Clear boundaries. No surprises. <laughs> well, plenty. But also it's like, you know, when you're, you, you know, 55, 56 years old, living alone, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, I'm still doing that. I'm still kind of isolating. You know, I'm still kind of like not really, I'm not learning about relationships. I'm not getting tangled up in human commitment garbage. Garbage. You know what I'm saying? You see? I don't think it's garbage. Of course. So that's it. But it's yeah. not really it's the it's a very light it's a very light fabulous. It's lovely. It's wonderful. But it can be garbage. I'm not going to say Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. To relationships. <laughs> Every relationship that is good. But when you. I say when I say I'm learning about relationships, I mean with family, friends, the environment, clouds, the sky, birds, your dog, mm. you know, those are all relationships and I mm feel like also we are there is a trauma being born into the military corporate complex you know what i mean mm. and so when you start to want to eat better feel better be compassionate you have to heal yeah but it's not like spiritual either it's just business babe <laughs> okay. Yeah, I had a lot of therapy and I took medication and I I have my Buddhist and I you know like it doesn't happen overnight. It's almost 4 years. What do you do for fun? I've been going to the Philharmonic mm. in Bar- in Berlin. A friend of mine introduced me to their free concerts on Wednesday afternoon. It's super nice. They have like hour long concerts at lunchtime mm-hmm. and you can have lunch there. It's not that expensive. And everybody sits on the floor and all the old people come in their wheelchairs. And we just sit around drinking coffee and there's a baby that squeaks every now and then. And uh, last Wednesday was a beautiful uh, cello, bass, and viola concert. And the week before was harp and flute. Super cool. Are you and it's free. Perform? No. These people are on a level. And I liked, I've been going to see a lot of performance art because there's a lot to do in Berlin that doesn't really have to do with like being really sweaty on the verge of an overdose in the back of a nightclub. There's a lot of culture here, so I'm trying to do those other things. I'm going to learn Finnish. Yeah, Why? I love Finnish. Like it's a really raw it's and cool Ihana. language. Yeah, and it's also beautiful, like an like a like a fairy tale. Yeah, it is. It sounds almost sounds like Hawaiian. I don't I- know. Ihana is lovely. Yeah, yeah. Ihana, okay. I- so Ihana sitting in poo poo. It's a beautiful blue bunny. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah, I was just there, and I was like, really. Someone my, told you this. Yeah, I married but I, them. But I was just there. I was just there, and a a tervetuloa kaikille. Welcome everybody. <laughs> wow, you're good. Yeah. So someone was giving away a Finnish. I forgot that we're in Germany, and they put down this like dictionary, like for Finnish, but it's Finnish German. So I'm like, okay, this might actually help me. If I go to Finnish school in Germany, I might have to go and speak German in the Finnish school. Polyglot, here I come. Wow. Yeah. But you want to live there. No, no, no. I just want to, I like the language. You want to still live in Berlin? I will die here. You will die here? Yeah. Why? Uh, It's too late for me. Unless there's money or like a nice piece of dick somewhere, then I'm not gonna. I'm not moving again. I will live here. I will die here. Because you love it or because you're lazy? I can't. Oh shit! That's hard. <laughs> I just wonder because it. It's, Girl, it's, lazy <laughs> does not describe me. No, you are right. You're both. You're very, very not lazy, but you also have a lazy side. Like I can lay around. I enjoy my free time. Yeah, exactly. When I could, when I can waste a day, it's like laying on a pile of money. Everybody else is like, "Do this. Gotta do this. Gotta do that." Da, 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 da. What are you doing today? And I'm like. Watch me lay here on my, like I feel rich. It's so luxurious to just to be. just lay there. Mm. I've been to Hong Kong. I've been to Helsinki. I've been to New York, L.A., San Francisco, Chicago, Florida. I've been to Canada. I've been to Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. I've been to Switzerland. You know what? My bed on the twelfth floor. Of my building is great. Because uh, why I also said that was because I remember you sometimes said like it was so it was such a big process for you to move to Germany because of all the visa and everything. Yeah. But you're like, no, nah, not done this. Well, it would be dumb to move now because they're gonna redo the law and it might uh-huh. be easier. They're already coming up with easier visas. And oh, okay. like the world is changing because of the war. Mm. And now they're having, it's easier to come to Germany to work and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they might change the law for the dual citizenship. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to give up your American. I wouldn't have to give up my American passport. So oh. it would be dumb. Where will I go now? It's too late for for work. You already travel a lot for work. It's too late for me. I will die here at Frankfurter Allee, (laughs) Ecke Mullendorfstrasse, Lichtenberg. Okay, that's where I will be. Mm. The little boy who sees me in the hallway when he is my age, he will see me like. (laughs) Now we were in the high in the hallway, but you know he will be a a, an adult. And I will be the going down the stairs one step at a time. Hello. You know, Aww. I can't wait. That's my goal is to just get really, really old, like this old. And how long do you think fingers. you're going to be able to, to be on stage and perform? I'm just hoping to live long enough where all I have to do is be old and wear a bunny suit. Oh, like I, I think they're that. exactly. Beautiful. I think if I can make it through to like 70 Yeah, yeah, in the bunny suit, they'll just have me on, and here's Scotty the Blue Bunny, and I just go like this. 
Yeah, wow. It's true. And they'll be like, you are already a, a legend. An old person. <laughs> I mean, there's only one. Scotty the Blue Bunny. One knee. One you, definitely. There's only one E. Only one E. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really. It's too late for me. I got all my shit here, my sewing machine, piles of fabric. Just bought new sheets. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm not going anywhere unless the money comes in. I got a nice little flat. It's good for me. It's right where I need to be. And um, I'll die there. Yeah. I got my name on a contract. Bye. Have a nice life. Go on with yourself. But also, it's like if I get the passport, I could move to another country. Like right now, I could only go for two years, and then you have to register after that in the new country. You have to start the process again. Come on. Mm -mm. No way. No way. I'm German now. Once you live in Berlin too long, you can't live anywhere else. Yeah, I know. I feel like I'm not moving either. Yeah, like, you can't go back. You person, people like us, mm. we can't l- move to London. No, no, no. No, you couldn't live in um, Stockholm. No. After living here, New York, Tokyo, you're like ah. What? What? Why? Why New York? Why I not lived New there York? already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I if left you, there. But what is the backside of it? What do you mean? Like, why is Berlin better to live at live in than no? New it's York? not that. It's like you get your ha- your handicap now. We live in the craziest, dumbest, flattest, casual, armpit hair, dirty city in Europe. Nothing is really. It's casual. It's flat. wherever you go there you are whatever it doesn't matter here (laughs) nobody you're out on a saturday night if you're not on like one of three crossings eberswalderstrasse maybe or what uh hermanplatz if you're not on those or kotti if you're not there what do you see three four five people on the street you go out in New York City in the East Village on a Saturday night. You got people pushing you, bumping all over you. What do you want to go on a Saturday night? You know what everybody's doing on a Saturday night? No. If they're not on fucking line like idiots in the freezing cold outside Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> they're at the Reva getting the last broccoli. It's Saturday shopping. Oh, my God. How will we live with one egg? For one day. That's what we're doing here. It's dumb. You can't live anywhere else. It's too casual. It's too easy. It's easy. It's easy. What do you want? A subway? Eh. Streetcar? All right. Espan? What would you like? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, uh, yeah. Come on. Not being bothered. But you, I, oh, I know because there's, there's a last question that I have because it's... Yeah. But... There, <laughs> I... <laughs> but... It, it's. I remember we also spoke about because a lot of people are speaking about the freedom in Berlin. Yes, like that. That as a queer person, you feel free. Do you? But exactly, this was where I was gonna head because it's it's too it's different, and this is something that I know you have been. Also I think that people are able to build safer spaces and they can make their communities. But I'm sorry. 
These streets are dangerous. They're not safe. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. This is not like galloping. Or, you don't walk out the door and see um, unicorns flying and rainbows everywhere. You know? I'm sorry. I've known, a, I've known about a few. I feel like living in Berlin, I've known as many attacks, violent attacks against queer people as I did in New York. And I've known about as many bashings and I've, you know, felt unsafe myself. And, yeah. Is it the same in all cities you lived in or been in? No, but I just think, you know, like people talk about feeling, you could feel more comfortable, I guess, by Nollendorf. Nollendorfer plots, you know. There are gayer areas. But, you know, that's what we have to do. In order to feel safe, we have to segregate ourselves a bit. And I, and I, you know, I feel more comfortable in my little, my Eka yeah. in Friedrichshain than I did in Vetting. Mm. So, but I just feel like, yeah, people, my ignorant friends come to visit <laughs> and they've heard about Berlin, mm. you know? Yeah. And I'm like, enjoy, find it. You can find it, you know, but it's going to be. People have made their, I feel like people have made their communities. You can really cultivate a community here, but, or maybe I'm traumatized and it's my trauma response. But when I'm on the street, I'm like, I watch my back. I get hyper aware. Tourists come. It's a free city. They look, they, yes, I said in my interview and Issue number one of Playful Magazine. <laughs> People come to Berlin, they lick MDMA out of the hand of a stranger and disappear for a couple of days. Is that freedom? Is it? It's you can go to a sex club. You can go to Kit Kat Club. Great. You have to wait online for hours. This I don't understand the Bergheim thing. Waiting online for days. <laughs> I already did my clubbing in New York, you know. I already, you know, I don't know. I don't compare. I, I say that I don't, I usually say people don't love Berlin. Nobody really loves Berlin. But we can't live anywhere else. We can't. Sometimes I curse it, I hate it, something happens, oh, this is weird city. But then if I have a flight and I have to go somewhere, I'm like, but I... But the sky is so gray and low and the clouds are keeping me safe. And, oh, the little U-Bahn is coming. And, oh, no, now I have to go to New York. It's so loud. It's so dirty. You know, like, or London. Those British people are so loud. You know, they drink too much. You know, like. Oh, my God. I don't know. It's a mixed bag. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's flat. When I first came here, I took a taxi from Tegel. I thought, I'm going to treat myself. <laughs> and I thought that I would have the same poetic experience as I did when I got to Stockholm. And I was staying with a friend in Mitte, and the taxi just stopped. And he was like, okay, we're here. And I was like, but where is it? <laughs> Wait, I didn't see, you know, I wanted to, I thought I would see, I was so stupid. So ignorant, and that I think that set me on a you course. You thought you were gonna see scrapes, or I thought I was gonna see like 
Europe. I thought I was going to see like a city. Like I'm from New York and I moved from San Francisco. Like you really can have a sense of place when you're in London and Piccadilly, whatever, circus, mm. you have a sense of it. Mm. But Berlin, I was like, okay, here I am in, the, in Rosenthaler plots. Like, what is it? Yeah. Freaking M1 screeching by, you know, <laughs> like, what is this? What is this place? And now you can't leave. Never. Never. No, I'm a Berliner. You are a Berliner. Yeah, ich Scotty, bin Berliner. Thank you. Vielen Dank. Taxamika. Kitos. It was lovely. Thank you so, so much. You really brought it, brought everything and more. This was it for Playful Podcast this week, but please follow, subscribe and listen to our next episode. And if you want to have a say about future artists or even ask your own question to one of our guests, follow us on Instagram and make sure to add your question when we lift our coming guests. Thank you so much for joining and see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.